Hello and welcome to Dealer's Choice. I'm the dealer <laughs> and this is my choice. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a cult mantra, doesn't it? <laughs> it didn't have the same pizzazz as what it didn't I'm feel right. This is my choice. <laughs> I choose the master. Uh, today we watched the 1999 film The Iron Giant. 99. I'm 99. sure it's 99. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 99. I, I'm going to say 99. Um, I said it with such confidence that you believe me. Um, 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did we think of the film? Can you can you both tell me? Had we all seen it before? Yeah, yeah. had we all seen yeah. it? Oh, this yeah, is definitely I feel like ages ago. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 99. I think 99. last time I watched this was probably on VHS. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> and I, I remembered the film fondly. Mm. And then watching it today, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, no, yeah, I, still still I actually it. think it was great. I know, I know a lot of people really love this movie to this day. Mm. I can see why. I honestly, very well done. Uh, all the problems I had with the story and stuff, like <laughs> who cares? <laughs> they're all doesn't matter. They're, they're all very appropriate. I think there were some very very funny jokes in there that I really enjoyed. Um, so Morgan, for those who haven't seen the film, what's it about? Uh, an Iron Giant. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. And Superman. It is and, about Superman. And nuclear apocalypse. Holocaust, I think, was the word that they used. Wow, uh, you can't just throw that word around. But I think they said atomic holocaust was what they put on the screen. <laughs> Which is a strange... I suppose it would be. I don't know. It's, it's a bit bizarre. Yeah, um, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> like Armageddon, I think. would Anyway. Nosh, why did you choose this one? Why did I choose it? Well, I was told to bring something short mm-hmm. and sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know that we said that, but okay. Uh, I was told yeah, to was bring a short. That. <laughs> yeah, I had no choice in the matter. Um, and no, no, no. I, I've been wanting to rewatch this for a while mm. now. Mm. Why? Well, it's, it's it's sort of cropping up a little bit. It's sort of like people are talking about this it. This is a Disney movie, yeah? No. No. It's no? not. Really? Who, who, who did this one? Do you not Brad remember Bird. The, yeah, Brad Bird. And, um, who did the, it went on to do Warner the Brothers. Incredibles. And it's oh. Warner Brothers because it's Superman. You, yeah, do you not remember the Warner Brothers thing at the... Yeah, and Superman. And Brad Bird all did, also did the uh, Incredibles yes. as well. Oh. And then waited 14 years and did the Incredibles too. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a style. <laughs> yeah, Man loves the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> he certainly does. Uh, yeah, so it's about Nine Giant that crashes to Earth, uh, yeah, meets a little that. boy, mm. Mm. Uh, befriends a little boy. In, the, in a non-creepy way. Really? In a non-creepy way, no. Yeah. Unlike the FBI guy. The FBI guy is oh, creepy as. creepy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so FBI guy's investigating this spate of... Uh, it's almost like an X-Files-y type character, isn't he? Sort of the unexplained... Yeah. Just a government man. Yeah, just a, a government G- man. A GI man. GI man rolls into town. <laughs> um, and just susses out what's going on. Mm. Uh, and then finds out that... There's nine giant amongst them. Uh, he, he conducts his investigation in the dumbest way possible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, like he finds out that the kid. Okay, so yeah, this movie. You fucking know what the iron giant's about. Come on, get over yourself. I don't think they do. <laughs> it's about an iron giant <laughs> and a little boy <laughs> and the friendship that they have. Little, got, I'm pretty sure this movie is about teaching a kid how to take responsibility for their pet. Like that's that's what I sort of got out of it. No. If you're a kid, you just like, oh, you got to yeah. teach to understand you. You got to feed it. You got to make sure it's safe. You got to yeah. make sure it's not a nuisance. Um, you got to teach it control. That's an important part. Yeah, mm. and then it kind of you got to teach it not to be a genocidal m- m- killing machine. Yep, yep. Got to teach it to fight nukes off. Nukes are bad. Yeah, yeah. Nukes yeah, yeah. are bad. <laughs> um. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Okay, so Mansley, Mansley 
finds out that this kid has something to do with this giant robot, instead of just investigating, instead of just following him silently and at a distance, he chooses to go up to the kid and shout, I know, I know that you have a secret relationship with this robot, so you're going to tell me about it. He's the, he is the worst detective on the planet, but in a good way. I don't think he's... He doesn't have to be a detective. But he should be. He's just a... He's a GI. He's just a GI man. He should be investigating it and he doesn't do shit. He's a, he he's a black suit. He doesn't like... He, just like in the most basic ways, he, he should have been taking a photo of all of those incidents that he like mm-hmm. found. He should have had a partner. No, nah, he keeps <laughs> He should have had a partner to noggin. corroborate with him. Uh, and he should have just been like, okay, so I've spent a month in this town and I think there is... It's only five I don't know days. what's going on. It's five, five days. I know, that's that's a dumb days. thing too. Because <laughs> We've all had a, a, a week, you know, a week that's like five days. Well, it's a lot happened. You know, yes. we've all had one of those weeks. That was just one of those weeks. You're right. Chuck a block. <laughs> Isn't it? I've yeah. also had a lot of weeks where nothing happens and, you know... I, I feel yeah, like but that, they wouldn't make a movie about that, would they? No. That's boring. Oh, they... they <laughs> 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 no, if you had to choose all the weeks out of your life, you'd probably choose the one where you met a giant metal robot. That'd be the good one. Am I choosing this week to re- relive or am I choosing it to make a movie? To make one? a movie. Like no, if they were to look at your life, they'd be like, that's the, that's the, that's the one highlight. <laughs> of your entire life. <laughs> I hope I've lived dude. a sad yeah. life. <laughs> he peaked early. He peaked real early. Far too early. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Did we all like the beatnik? I think yeah. Beatnik had some mm. good positive mm. messages. I like that the government is just bad in this movie. They are just essentially bad people. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. The general seems reasonable. Reasonable, yes. But he did he did like escalate to nuclear weapons on the advice of Mansley, I guess, but he also chose I mean they killed a kid. They did kill a kid, yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Fuck the stakes in this. Are we sorry, Alex? Yeah, are no. Are I'm, we no, doing I'm, positive I'm, negatives? I'm sorry. Yeah, I just I'm wanted to check in there. It is your fucking. You are the over. dealer. All, it's your it choice. choice. I just wanted to I see just, if we were doing. I just want to do a little bit of a uh, you know word association to begin. No, no, no. Um, the Brad Bird. I just wanted to point this out before we do positives and negatives, just to sort of yeah. chew on. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was inspired to make this film mm. uh, as a memorial. Oh, there we go. Okay. As a memorial to his uh, sister Susan, uh-huh. who died at the hands of her estranged husband by gun violence. And his pitch to the film was, what if a gun had a soul and didn't want to be a gun that's anymore? So heavy. <laughs> that is that's so a, heavy. That's heavy, but also like very much up your own ass. Why not just regulate guns? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brad Bird. Why don't you as a director regulate, regulate guns? guns. Oh, no, like uh, He's trying to deal with the grief for loss for his sister, but I feel like that's such like artistic trash. <laughs> What if a gun had a soul? And like, didn't want to be a gun anymore. Get over yourself, Brad Bird. <laughs> get over your grief, you bastard. He made this, though. He did. It was pretty good. Mm. <laughs> uh, speaking of good, let's let's talk positives. What did we enjoy? What did we like? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. I really like the different animation styles. I did notice, like, it seemed like everything to do with the Iron Giant obviously was 3D, but then they had flat backdrops and they had some quite fluid nice rotoscoping mm. I've really liked every time the Iron Giant had to express emotion it was always physical and I really enjoyed that mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a lot so. yeah. mm-hmm. there you go Alex thank you thank you for your positive I also oh, I'm going to okay. steal as many positives from you guys as I want I really liked the uh, the spoof 50s horror movie that they had <laughs> with the Invasion of the Brain Snatchers or whatever it was mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. every line was delivered perfectly all the animation was like the old Batman animated series. It was great. 
Uh, it was great. Uh, what else can I steal? What else can I steal? Um, Gee, that was I said the beatnik was great. <laughs> a damn good brain gun to waste. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is the best line I think I've ever heard. And it's, oh, it's so perfect. Want to get out of here for a night gap? <laughs> damn, I've left my keys inside the lab. Oh, no. I want to watch that movie. Oh, God. <laughs> that movie would be fucking cool to watch. It, it reminds would. me a little it of really Home Alone. Would. Uh, you know, where he's watching the uh, oh, yeah, the gangster yeah. film yeah, yeah. in there. Snakes. <laughs> I don't know any snakes. You dirty animal. You filthy animal. Yeah, keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Morgan, what did you like? I like the movie. Okay. Morgan. <laughs> you like the whole thing. <laughs> Get over yourself. <laughs> You've watched worse than he, this. He just took all of the things and he's like, ugh, up on his fucking high horse. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I think the. I really like. Because I pointed to Alex like the poster mm. like the design is really cool it's got that like 50s comic book style almost it does um, and I think that's like I think there's like I've seen like Futurama spoof that style as well it's always a cool style to spoof mm. um, and uh, yeah just the design some of the design stuff like especially like wet towards the end when you see the changes in like the Iron Giant I think there's some cool desi- like a lot of thought and design when it, and it's like some cool imaginative stuff that like, mm. you can tell they had fun with it and like it's like oh are you it, talking I, about the weapons and yeah, stuff yeah yeah, all that yeah stuff. and yeah, it's like that if cool. that was like if they made like a good toy oh of that it'd be so fucking sick like it transformed like you could like have the normal iron giant mode and then you have like it'd be pretty cool it would be that'd sick. be a sick toy that'd be a fucking cool toy I, i'd also like like a kind of interchangeable toy that they would like release certain parts for that you could swap in that would be cool yeah that that'd would be actually sick. be really cool speaking of like <laughs> let's let's just merchandise in this yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah there's the scene with the spinning around that was like basically set up to be like a theme park right? yeah oh I, yeah I, oh yeah yeah like an i top like a top half iron giant that spins around holding a cut like i a have car. to assume that that yeah I, I i have to assume that design for that ride exists and they were just like it was too expensive or We've got something like this already. And it cool already ride. does well. Like, yeah. And uh, The kid was nearly knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to ride the kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the ideas and the design, I think it, it, people, I think you can tell people had fun. Mm. 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 You know? No, that's fair. That's good. Yeah. What, uh, I, what I liked about this film. Yeah. Did we oh, yeah. ask you? No. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just jumping in. Uh, is I, <laughs> I like that. Okay, it's a kids' film. Yeah. Yes, and I think you know kids will get a lot out of it. But it's also got this sort of darker uh, adult yeah. edge to it. Yeah, there is some, as well. The thing that I I found interesting is watching this like four days after. Watching yeah, Oppenheimer. I think I think we should definitely state to the yeah, audience 100%. that we are watching this post Oppenheimer, and it has probably that, skewed a little. It yeah, is, it's a also little, like post Chernobyl. Like, yeah. a, I I feel like there's a lot. There's a couple of very impactful things about nuclear energy and nuclear uh, In the media, weapons. Mm. That have made like watching this movie when they when when Mansley just goes, We've got the bomb. And I'm like, oh my god. He's so casual about it. He's talking about bombing yeah. <laughs> like Mine. an American city. Mine. That's insane. Yeah. Oh my god. But And then like, there's that I think the other one that stood out to me was that like video they were playing at the school as oh, well. Yeah. Duck and like, cover. The atomic the, it's like the atomic Holocaust. Ho- the atomic Holocaust. And it was like this video it's got it's like I, I know that they did have videos like that. Mm. And but I, this one was like a bit of a spoof, but it definitely felt weightier after like Oppenheimer mm. and stuff. Everybody get under their little plywood desks. That'll protect you from the I bomb. was gonna say there is actually it seems like there's something that seems appropriate about what the fifties. So They've had the bomb for maybe 10 years. Mm. And like all these educational things trying to tell people, well, you can duck under 
And then the general is just like, after they decide to launch the bomb, the general's like, no. Nope. They're like, oh, there's a shelter we can go to. He goes, no, that won't work. Because mm. like he's aware. He knows the destructive. But I, I would imagine the general public, it it's quite hard to translate to them exactly how mm. powerful this thing is yeah. and what it would do. So like the idea that even Mansley's like, oh, no, no, but we, we'll be f- safe in the shelters because... I don't think anyone yet understands. The education again, or you propaganda. Do have- and they hadn't, they hadn't seen Indiana Jones yet, so they didn't know exactly, you could get into a fridge. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I like that Alex took that like a personal insult. Yeah, he's, he felt very offended by that. But he also he's, he's knew like, I that I've, was directed it, at him. It was like, I've worked very hard to forget that movie yeah. and you were really insulting me by making me remember it. Uh, and Alex loved dude. that movie when it came out, listeners. I it was not nuts. It was nuts. Knowledge is the truth. I think you truth. saw it four times. Knowledge is That's the true exactly. treasure. He just loved the ant scene, and and all the he's like, the, the ant Russians, scene is pretty cool. The Russians are the perfect bad guy. The ant scene, the ant scene, the ant scene holds up. The ant scene does, <laughs> does not. The, the monk, the swinging scene, the VFX, good. it looks great. The swinging scene's pretty good. I, I'll give you that. And How do you all, know it doesn't hold up? You watched all it love recently. Shia. You watched it a fifth, sixth time, didn't you? You watched it recently. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to go see Dial of Destiny. I'm not going to rewatch the others, but I will rewatch Crystal Skull, <laughs> my favorite. I rewatched the first three and then I just watched a two minute recap of. Uh, it was interesting <laughs> to hear the amount of glee in Morgan's voice. I don't think I've heard Morgan that happy to pick for a, while. For a long time. Uh, the serotonin just yeah. surging <laughs> through him, pumping through the system, pumping. <laughs> Um, sounded a bit like Vin Diesel there. Just getting it back. Pump it. What an interesting thing to launch Vin Diesel's career. Hmm? Was like this launch? Yeah, this was pre so. No, this is pre so. Pitch Black, wasn't it? Pre Oh, well, we should this admit we're on a bit fast. of a Vin Diesel run at the moment. It's Vin oh, month. It's Vin. Uh, Vin it's August. <laughs> Fuck, are we going to have to watch The Last Witch Hunt? Vin Dorgus. <laughs> I've never that seen, have, let's do that. I've, I've seen never that seen one. it. So well, I haven't seen it. So yeah, it's, cool. uh, it's his passion project. He yeah, loves yeah. D&D. Oh, fuck yeah, he does. I've seen it. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> oh, are you telling me that The Last Witch Hunter is the first D&D movie? Wow. wow. Aside think, from Dungeons and Dragons. I don't think that's true. There's which Dungeons came out in like 2001 yeah. with Jeremy Irons. I'm pretty sure there was wow. one before that as well. <laughs> the first D&D movie. Wow. wow. Actually, our <laughs> next campaign, I want to play the Iron Giant. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, can we all be different Vin Diesel characters? <laughs> I'll be Groot. Uh, Why are they Rick. all silent and overpowered? <laughs> you know. Except for Dominic Toretto, he's loud. Oh my God, Dominic Toretto would be an amazing paladin. <laughs> La Familia. <laughs> he kind of wanted the Iron Giant to say, you know, Hogarth, my familia. Yeah. <laughs> Before he launches himself up. I feel like that should be in his contract for any movie he does now. He needs I to don't want to be family. a gun. I want to be family. I want to be family. <laughs> Family gun. This nu- this nuclear weapon thinks it can get in the way of my family. It's about to learn what it means to be a Toretto. <laughs> Next movie, the nuke is in. <laughs> What's that? It's the nuke. <laughs> hey, Dom. <laughs> it's got the little necklace. He did pick up a big rock. Yeah, it's like yeah. the rock he fixed up. Rock. And then he dropped it like he, he did it. the rock. Do we think that they're actually in a feud? or do- Is that like PR stuff? What? That the Rock and Vin Diesel don't get along. Yeah, I think that's yeah. real. You reckon that's real, real? Yeah. You don't reckon that's real? Uh, nah. Mm. I don't. I, the PR doesn't help anything. I don't know. I feel like people go like the people who are in that sort. Of, they love like the wrestling kayfabe of it. So they're like, but like the Rock oh hasn't God, the been in the movies. They, exactly. That's my point. They're like, oh my God, the Rock's not. So now he's coming back. I know. Like he's invested. Not. Apparently he's not he, shot, he shot one scene oh. and he was like, that's it. I'm done. 
apparently. And I was okay. like, what? You got all the hype for no reason. See, this is my, I reckon we'll come back in and pe- he'll be back for the next movie. I reckon people will go fucking nuts. What? Fast X part two. two. Yeah. Because he's the other guy that the dude wants to get revenge on, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Fast X part three. <laughs> yeah. That, but yeah, I don't know. Um, circling back to the Iron Giant. Something that as as much as okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a really nice segue. As much as that would be quite emotional to see uh, the rock in, in Fast X Part Two uh, and really be emotionally satisfying for an audience. Yeah. This film actually had quite a lot of emotion, I think, for yeah. a kids' yeah. film there. I thought it sort of hit a little bit harder than what I remembered it hitting I did, in the past. I did like the character of Hogarth. Because mm. I just remember, like, the first couple of times I watched this, I was like, oh, he's an annoying kid, but the Iron Giant's cool. Mm. Now I'm watching it, I'm yeah. like, I, he is, like, set up, like, the whole thing with the squirrel and him having, he is set up as a, a, a someone that... Are we in spoilers? Because yeah. I do have something I want to talk about here. Yeah. Because I think, and I, I noticed it towards the end, there's a bit of a narrative here that was, like, I feel like unexplored or untapped in. So it's kind of like he's he's lonely. He's a lonely boy. Doesn't uh, seem he, to go he, to school. Yeah, well, I think there's, like, one scene in school and then there's no more school, yep. which I'm not... That's a, yeah. it's like what? Maybe it's holidays. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's did, like winter. It, did we yeah, start right on the end of holidays? I don't know. Irrelevant. Mm. But there's, yeah. So he, he has a pet. We never see him hanging out with any kids. Mm. Um, and then he meets the Iron Giant. And then it's like, okay. But then at the end, he all of a sudden has a lot of friends. Yeah. But I feel like, okay, it's like, well, that's not really like, was he, what was he beforehand? Was he choosing not to? Or did he, did the Iron Giant help him socially? He, it was like, yeah. I'm like, what's, there's something there, but I feel like it wasn't very fleshed out. Like he was lonely. The, presumably somehow it's not really stated the Iron Giant helped is he a hero now because he was friends with the Iron Giant I don't know if I'm doing work for the movie you can say that he's on he's in a statue in the middle of the town that like like very famously yeah. that giant saved the town and very famously he seemed to be like yeah even if you say giant. that but it's like beforehand but I know what you mean. was he bullied was he yeah. willingly was he willingly not or was he just bad it's like what why was he like that at the start? It does seem. It like doesn't it really bleeding. give you a, a reason as to why. And then, like at the end, it's like, oh, it's nice he has friends now. But why d- did he have that at the start? Yeah. And we didn't see it, or no. was there a reason he didn't? I know, I know what you mean. Have that. It seems like it's. just... I have a feeling that he probably was a bit bullied. If you're watching the film, <sighs> the way Alex is looking off wistfully into the distance, Alex is thinking this he's pre- he's, Alex yeah, is he's like, really oh, rem- he's remembering his childhood. He's like, I relate. Because yeah, this is like the Alex summer is, no, where just, I was being bullied, and then the, and then an hard. iron giant came down from the sky, and now Alex, and then everyone loved. Alex me. is trying really hard to de- distance himself from the fact, <laughs> the fact that you are Mansley, <laughs> <laughs> the creepy FBI dude who would launch the nuke. Yeah, that's you. I wouldn't. He's not the, the FBI. Nuke. Well, it's the NSA. He's just the G man. He's just G man. Which that's another thing that, like, okay. Greater details, mm. and this is a kids' movie, so who cares? But fuck, wow. I would, I, I think it's a bit lazy. At to a lot what? of points, the movie. In what respect? Yeah, how so? So the army turns up. Yep. In trucks. Yep. With a lot of soldiers. Yep. And, and a the, tank. And then like a se- no. <laughs> and a tank. No, no, no. Multiple tanks. No. They said that scene later. The tanks are there. <laughs> and the tanks are in the so back are, of the trucks. So are battleships and. Submarines. The battleships were always there. Yeah, the battleships no, were there. Not off the coast of Maine. They yeah, said yeah. they said they were like, oh, they're standing yeah, by, they're nearby. Yeah. That's that's convenient. Yeah, yeah. That, that's convenience. I, 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 I will say that fine, the Navy does work in the Atlantic. There's always a sub nearby. But there is so much military presence in the yeah. area. Yeah, well, there's a giant robot. Yeah. And we know that the general was in Washington. And I know it's not far from Washington to Maine. It's not, no. But it seems like a lot very quickly. I mean, there's a, there's a giant. Metal I am there. making a bigger point out of this than there needs to be, but 
know, we're lo- if we're looking for bad things. Fair, fair, also, fair. Mansley's creepy. Oh, he's so creepy. But it's kind of appropriate to his character. Yeah, but it's I like find it weird that the mum just lets him stay. The mum is a bad mum. in the house. Oh, oh, she's not a bad not tough. mum. It's a tough call because she's, she's just she's working mom. hard. Yeah, she's, she's, she's a hard working. She's not. She's not all. I think she's just not all there. She's like so yeah. tired and run down. She's a bit. Not she makes all there. some poor decisions on behalf. But, you know, son. she's probably having to work off all the destruction that the son caused with the squirrel in the diner. She's probably having to work... Like, that was weird back. as well. Like, they had that whole, it like, squirrel scene. It wasn't exactly the kid's scene. fault, though, because that could kind of be laid at the feet of Dean. If you, but if also, you like, see the things with Hope. The thing happened with, like, the squirrel. She was, like, already, like, resistant to it, and then it happened, and then it was like, oh, we expect, like, him to get in trouble for this. But then it's it immediately cuts to a scene where he's home and she's like, oh, I'm going to be home late. I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, you trust me. And she's like, yeah, I do. It's like, he just let a squirrel yeah. and presumably you got in trouble for that and he didn't get... It was, it was a weird... I'm just like... I, I well, I read that as because the in that scene when she's calling him saying, I'm going to be home late, the other staff member walks past her <clears throat> and sort of brushes past her like, hey, fuck, you know, you're fucking... You're I think you're up. reading into that. I, I was going to say, I think <laughs> no, in I typical think... movie world, after a scene like The Squirrel Gets Out, the typical movie world is like, I don't know, the, the glass grounded. shatters. And yeah, and then everyone in the restaurant looks at Hogarth and he kind of goes, I'm sorry. And then it cuts to him being grounded. But that's not exactly what happened in like the Iron Giant universe. Everyone seemed very chill. Everyone seemed pretty chill. Everyone was just like, oh my God, a squirrel got in here and now it's gone. And on top of it, I also think- Oh my God, I just saw a squirrel come out of Dean's yes, fucking- Yes, the focus was on Dean. <laughs> Dean's and Dean was like, pants. And everyone's like, like oh, that's the local beatneck. <laughs> I gotta go get my weed off him in about an hour. <laughs> So I, I I agree with you, Morgan, but I think that's more Hollywood's fault than the movie's fault. Also, does it like a small town, presumably. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of knows everyone. Yep. But mm. when he met like he met Dean for the first time in the diner at the start, right? That's what yeah, it felt he's like. Living, he's living in an office. There's a little sign. So do you place. think Dean is I new think to he's town? Just moved in, yeah. Oh. I think the office okay. of the scrapyard bit, yeah. So you think he just took over the junkyard? That's yeah. a lot of that's a lot of art to have done in Maybe he time. brought the art across and that's, <laughs> that's why he true. bought the scrap no, art. I, yeah. Because he was I feel like, like I need all, all the questions that we have, you have to do a bit of work for the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a bit yeah, there. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not like I'm not willing. Like this no. is not a movie that it's more like it's more like, oh, I think this is shit. probably what happened. Yeah. That, and then I'll continue to enjoy the movie. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm not I'm not doing work in order to enjoy the movie. Which no, is, no, no. This is what, what, what I just yeah, I presumed that that's what the mother was doing. She was working off all the damage. That's I would why she had to work late. I would uh, love to see like yeah. you, you watch a really you watch this movie through a really sad lens. Yeah. <laughs> Dean's moved to town, doesn't know anyone. You come probably in, ends up you with start the accusing mom. the kid that he uh, of hiding a giant, barging into him on the toilet. I hey, do love, hey I little do. skipper, maybe I'll go with you. <laughs> He's fucking uh, weird. What are you doing, Hogarth? <laughs> I do He's love all the, the worst investigator. <laughs> Ever. And then I'm going to creepily sit in the shadows oh, yeah. and watch you sleep. Awesome. Where's Funny his mum? <laughs> She's working late. She's, She's working late. Away. That's what She's he said. He locked, He's like, your mum's working late tonight. Your mum's working late tonight. It's Why didn't you just lock- Uncle, whatever his name is. <laughs> uncle Kent. Uncle Kent. I- <laughs> his name is Kent. Yeah. Dean, Dean is an interesting cat. Mm. He is. He really <laughs> is. think father figure, isn't I, he? I do like the extent to which he's willing to stick it to the government. <laughs> Like that's it. Like he I'm like, oh, it's, it's unreasonable how much he does for Hogarth. But if you consider that he like he loves, he did say, "I don't mind not turning someone in," and he is a communist. So yeah. really, it's a shame he died in Vietnam. It is a shame he died in <laughs> Vietnam. Well, no, he got he got rounded up in the McCarthy era. <laughs> <laughs> 
Korea. He died in Korea. Maybe, maybe Hogarth died in Vietnam. All right, you don't know. No, he would have had the Iron Giant. Alex, stop making this sad. This is a happy It is movie. a sad it's film. Not, it's not a sad It is sad. I will say, let's talk about the ending. Yeah. I think I didn't remember the final ending, and I, th- I no, it I was kind of nice, but also I think it kind of ruined it a bit. Yeah. Yep. I remembered him dying. And yeah, me statue. too. You guys don't remember him. That was like the I big moment. No, no, that was I. No, I remembered it as it happened. I was oh, like, he dies okay. at the end. I remember that. And then like it got the bolt, and I'm like, oh, there's something. And then it happened. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'll be honest. I, I, the thing that sticks out in my head about this movie is him running into the bomb, and then I remember the bolt, and I remember that he rebuilds himself. I remember that he's. I just dead. remembered him sacrificing himself. Yeah, yeah. And then you said something about the bolt. I'm like, oh yeah, he does get a bolt. And I was like, oh yeah, it doesn't. Um, he gets, and then he, he gets cancer. cancer. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, because of the irradiated. <laughs> oh, oh, like he wasn't with a long. That's enough. the Oppenheimer incident. Well, look, <laughs> the Chernobyl guy. He picks up that thing of rock, that 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 thing of graphite, and he's dead, dude. It was literally the graphite from the reactor. True, <laughs> it was it was true. so much radiation. Yes, that was just a nuke <laughs> in space. In, it burnt away. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Morgan, shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just I don't I just don't think you can compare Chernobyl to a nuke, you know? I think I think there was a, enough radiation to give the kid cancer. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Alright, well then we can But it wasn't gonna like melt his hand, you know? That'd be funny. <laughs> the next movie Hogarth doesn't have hands. Because no, of all the radiation. <laughs> but also maybe he's like maybe the metal we don't all right, we'll, maybe the metal we'll get into is this. Like maybe, lead. Yeah, maybe that metal like absorbs, absorbs radiation. Yeah, we don't okay. know. That's my issue. That's another issue with this movie. Is is it made of iron? That the iron giant could be an incorrect. And then at the end, I was like, oh, this is why it's called the iron giant because they named the statue the iron giant. And that's yep. presumably made out of iron. But even the plaque on the statue, it doesn't say the iron giant, which could reference the statue. It says, this is in memoriam to the iron giant. And it's like, so he is the iron giant, but he's probably not made out of iron. He's, like, he's an alien. <laughs> like, I actually... It's I, an alien Can metal. you appreciate that I actually thought that yeah, while no, I was no. watching the movie? Morgan, when I watched Morgan, the plot, I, I know this I was torturing that. Morgan so much. And I know that the boy only ever calls him giant. Yeah. <laughs> and he says it to him once. He doesn't give him a name, which is that strange. Was so, oh, no, that try. was so strange when he did was he? like... Giant. He did try and give uh, the uh, giant Tomo. And that didn't uh, work. No, Tomo. No, like, Tomo. No, he was, he was playing. From his he was playing like, oh, and Tomo's like, and okay. he was like, no, I don't want to be the villain. I want to be Superman. I don't want to be the villain before okay. almost then trying to I kill the boy. I want to be the Superman. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, that old chestnut. I want to be good. And that's then he tries the, to that's melt That's the soul him. of the gun. The gun doesn't want to shoot. <laughs> it doesn't want to be a gun anymore. Oh, God damn. We could talk to guns. Can we just also, it did occur to me watching it, you know, it does remind me a lot of uh, its spiritual sequel that is Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> I was like, we can say the Iron Woman. <laughs> the Iron Lady, sorry. No. This film. Like, <laughs> the Iron Giant flies like Iron Man uh, at the end of the The Avengers. Iron Giant flies like a superhero that Iron Man... It's just, I think you're just like no, comparing think, it to like superheroes. I think Iron Man taking that bomb at the end of the Avengers with the missile doing the superhero play... You know, taking it away, making the sacrifice Alex, it's, call. it's almost like there are just tropes in Hollywood. Yeah, writing. there's I'm no original ideas ever. It's like a decade old, uh, before I Iron Man. I don't think, I don't think that there are any like direct correlations. I think that it's just the same sort of conclusions that Hollywood writers Hold on. make. Mm. Like Groot yeah. also makes the superhero yes, play. Because it's, it's also it's, voiced by Vin Diesel. No, the you're same. right. There is that moment where Iron Man oh, turns up, and goes, I up. am not a gun. <laughs> Before he kills like fifty of the, uh... he was a weapons monger. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Oh damn. Can you imagine trying to make, uh, 
superhero movies these days about billionaires putting on suits and beating up people. Like, honestly, I saw some TikTok. Just normal suits? <laughs> <laughs> Just like three pieces at a time. The tuxedo three. <laughs> a nice fedora. I saw some TikTok about being like, oh, my mind's changed on Batman. What do you mean? Billionaire who uses his vast connections technology to beat, up homeless, to beat up homeless people. And like, fuck yeah. Yeah, to, mentally sucks. and mentally and people with mental illness. And people with mental illness, yeah. Oh my God. Instead of trying to fund programs to get them off the streets. We live in a society. We live in a society. The Joker was right. <laughs> Truly what Raj the Raj was gi- correct. <laughs> Justice for Raj. That's <laughs> what the Iron Giant taught us. Mm. Is it? I mean, no. why aren't you going on about how your dark, and Dark Knight Rises, he flies off with the nuke? Yeah, but he also survives too. Oh, I guess yeah, like this. Does he? Uh, uh, yeah, because Michael came with his little. Yeah, and it's the yeah, same. Yeah, Michael Kane's old. He's see, he's seen what he wants. Where to see. Joseph Gordon-Levitt opens his window and the little bolt goes out and runs to Italy, <laughs> and then it goes. You should use your Christian name, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> that got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bat. Battle you should rain. use your Christian name, Robin Giant. Robin Giant. <laughs> <laughs> I am This of your dad, Hogarth. <laughs> I also think, you know, 1999, this film was released, right? Like you often, Good year. Yeah, you talk about 1999 mm. as like a great year of cinema, The Matrix, Fight Club, mm. this, uh, you mm, know. Yep, that's it. <laughs> great year. <laughs> The that's all. That's all that came out that year. <laughs> There's the more that's come out that year. <laughs> that was, Phantom they, Menace was 99. Uh, no, that was 2001. Was it 2001? I thought it was. Let what? me see. Phantom. Or was it 2000? 1999. Oh, wow. That seems very. No, that. Wow. Special Sucked effects, man. In. I'll try spinning. <laughs> <laughs> that's a neat trick. Oh, that poor kid. That poor man has never. Should use your Christian name, Robin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> No one's ever really gone. <laughs> the Green Mile. Uh, the Green Mile's pretty good. Shower what what a Fight Club. What American Pie came out that year? She's all that. Uh, Mystery Men. Mystery Eyes Wide Shut. Mystery Men, the greatest movie ever made. Sixth Sense. Boys Don't Cry. Yeah, the let's talented just, Mystery. Let's have just, we seen, can we, should we just finish this episode by reading out all the movies? We should. We should. I was and then say. I'm just going to do one final one. Inspector Gadget. Has anyone seen the talent of Mr. Ripley? No. Oh my God, it, it's trash. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's some bad cinema. Well, anyway. I'll tell you what's not trash, The Iron Giant. I think we all enjoyed it. We did. Uh, would we recommend it to others? Oh, we do. I mean, yes, mm. watch it. I think it's. I think it's. I think it holds up. It's a it timer, I think it's it a timeless it classic. Does. I think so. Yeah. Show it to your kids. Yeah. Show it to your grandparents. Show it to your kids no. and say it's about a gun. Yeah. And then explain to them the atomic, <laughs> atomic revolution. <laughs> Show this to your kids. And Actually, then watch Oppenheimer. Yeah. No. With this your is kids. A, This is a good like if you if you if you want to take your kids to Oppenheimer but you don't want to explain stuff to make them watch this and then Chernobyl. <laughs> And they should have a good understanding of then Oppenheimer. Oh my god! But also Chernobyl teach your children. So terrifying. Should we, I feel child. like I feel like just theme wise, we should move into Oppenheimer. Next. I think so. I feel just like before it. you go, just also teach your kids about Stranger Danger and creepy mm. men sitting mm. in the shadows watching you. Sleep. Yeah, even if they are the government. Yeah, that's no, probably no, no, more no. concerning. If they're the government, trust them. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Allegedly, government is always kind of on your side, so you can kind of trust them. They've got mm. your best interest. Mm, right. I don't know. I'm doing my tax return. I don't know. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Woo, yeah, baby. Ooh, That's yeah. Good. Cult of Oppie. Yeah, so I tell you what. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I clapped since, and hit since, my Since mic. last week, I, I have now watched Oppenheimer. And I have, I have watched also Barbie, so thank mm. you. You've done your Barbenheimer. Um, I must say that I thought Oppenheimer was the better movie. 
I thought Barbie was fantastic, Mm. but I quite honestly, I'm still thinking, I think Oppenheimer was brilliant. I I did see someone talk about how the score just doesn't stop. And I did, I keep thinking about that going, yeah, there, there could have been more scenes that were just quiet because there's so much acting, but then it impact, then that, Silence is impactful. True, and it is true. Like at the rally, where all the sound just stops. Stops. No. Oh my god. Like, or even when they drop the bomb, all the sound goes. I watched it with my partner, and she was like at uh, at the two and a half hour mark, going, "God, fucking damn it!" (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get to sleep, and I'm like, "I love all of this." It was three hours, and I was like, "I was was so because like my partner was also a bit like, oh, I was." She was like, A, tired, and B, had trouble keeping track yes. of all the white men. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. But I was like, I got to the third hour. I'm like, I could do another hour. Yeah. yeah. Like, could, please, give me more please Nolan, just, just do a director's just, cut, four-hour oh director's God, cut. I'd love it. Give I'd it love to it. me. I, I, I think I had the same reaction. I think you, one of you said, mm. like, the first 20 minutes is a bit yeah. quick. Yeah. And yeah. you, like, throw And I was like, okay, I don't really, I don't really have a grasp on who these people are. Mm. But then the more and more... Cillian Murphy was on screen. The more I was like, "Wow, he like this does seem like really complex character work, mm. but he's doing a great job." Mm. Of portraying. And how good was Danny Junior? By the way, yeah, Danny Junior was really, really solid. I, I honestly, I was sitting there just going, "I uh, applaud his efforts." Like, fuck, well done. Nolan did a fantastic job of getting great performances out of everyone. Rami Malek did a great job. Mm. Matt Damon. Apparently, Rami was like a day and a half of shooting. Yeah, yeah. It was like, like a day. So many of them just wanted to sign on just to work with him. Yes, they, uh, all, they all took a pay cut I'm, to work with him. I'm, I kind of applaud them for doing that because I think that you can absolutely sit down and get twenty million dollars for whatever piece of work. But quality movies, quality scripts are not very common. Mm. So mm. I applaud them for going. Yeah, let me get a tiny little bit role in something that is great. Yeah. Um, I but thought Matt Damon. The cast is stacked. Matt Damon did such a good job. Like it, it was like the thing I was impressed about with Matt Damon specifically was like it is outside of his brand. Mm. Um, yeah, you know he he played a noble person, but I think that was the only good characteristic of the character in the because they're all complex individuals. Yeah, I was like that's such a great uh, role for Matt Damon, and he was really trying. He was really fucking putting in effort and mm. work, mm. and they were all doing it. And goddamn. Um, no, I really like the scene with him when they've tested the bomb. Mm. It's successful. Mm. And then the truck is driving the bomb away mm. from the mm. site. And Cillian's like, oh, yeah, so, uh, you know, keep me up to date. Keep me up, to, up to date. And Matt Damon's like, yeah, I'll keep you up to date but as he, much as I can. He kind of, kind of uh, looks at him and he's like, I don't think you understand what what's gonna this happen is. Next. Yeah. Um, yeah. We yeah, don't no. need you anymore. Oh, what a brilliant um, movie. And, and like, I think, Morgan, you were like, it made me really sad. I'm like, I get, I, I totally, it's like, fuck, yeah, there's some. sad. Because, because the I think the really sad thing is it the situation hasn't changed. It's the same as it is now. That we're in the same spot um, existentially mm. with nuclear weapons that we mm. were back when they were being invented and they were, became an arms race. So it is terrifying, especially that last last like shot mm. of the film, which is just a whole like a, a nuclear war, mm. which is more terrifying because it can still. We are still very close yeah. to that happening. Yeah, I think it was a good... It was like I a moment know. where it's just like the ending sort of reminds you. It's like, this is... We're still like... Yeah, yeah. like... Because it revolves around that conversation. I don't want to... We won't get into spoilers. But that conversation and then that realisation between Einstein and him. Yeah. And it's like, that is... We are still in that... Like, yeah. this is ages yeah. ago. In the, we are still in that situation. And we kind of like... I feel like people like... They toss it around. Nuclear weapons, nuclear arms. People have them. But I feel like this was a good reminder of like the, the concept of like, it's like, that's actually so fucked. Like mm. that is so yeah, fucked yeah. up like, you think about that those it, are just sitting around um, and could happen at any time. Yeah. How, how, how frightened people got when 
and this is like this is this is also going to be quite real. But when when Putin was yeah, threatening about the use, threatening yeah. about it mm. and how terrified people got, and then I think if you're on the periphery of it, you're like whatever. But I think having watched this movie, I, I can sit there and go, yeah, that's like the reason people are still advocating for the um, what are they called? Deproliferation the proliferation treaty or whatever. The uh, like oh, the, dismantling um, of nuclear yeah, bombs yeah. And, and pulling back on the scale of nuclear weapons that we have, because like even lo- I think it's like even even launching five percent of the nuclear bombs we have would wipe humanity out. Yeah. We have an infinitely larger number than is possibly needed to resolve conflict. But everyone gets one. <laughs> oh my god, that would that would you know that would be the same as saying everyone has yeah everyone having one would be a great solution. <laughs> And the only um, thing keeping it in bay in this sort of balance is the the notion that you launch it, there will be a counter strike at some point. The, you know that that's the only thing that's sort of keeping it at bay. The idea of historically the that seems to have been the thing that has stopped. A yeah, lot of the there have been like I think like four different incidents where we could have had nuclear conflict, mm. and each time it seems to have come down to some one person in that chain going. I don't want to be the person responsible for starting the... Like, it seems like everyone yeah. involved always has a notion and understanding of what that means. Mm, except um, Truman. No. See, <laughs> this, is the, this is the fascinating thing. I, I love that that's it because I knew about that. I, I, I didn't know much about Oppenheimer, but I knew about I knew about the interaction between Truman and Oppenheimer and I knew that Truman said said that, but mm. he is also noted to have saying, never let me in the fucking room with him again. The guy's a pussy. Um, and, 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 and he went off. Like, he, he probably, like was furious at Oppenheimer and a lot of people around Truman at the time like seemed to think that he was reeling from having to drop the bombs. He was reeling from like, you know, Oppenheimer saying, I've got blood on my hands and him responding, I'm the one who dropped it, was a genuine response from Truman and a lot of people are like, maybe he was going through his own nervous breakdown and the reason Oppenheimer, he hated him so much is because he was saying exactly what Truman was thinking. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was... I, like that was the part of it. Every every little bit of history that I knew about this, these events um, seems to be represented quite fairly because um, obviously at the time everything's kind of painted in uh, us versus them dichotomies and they're mm. not really historical accounts. Everyone's got their own opinions. Like, you know, communism comes into it. So everyone's a commie. Everyone's a spy. Or the Nazis are working on their project. It's about a race to make sure the Nazis don't have it. Um, or even when they kind of realise that maybe this could start a chain reaction and the whole world could get annihilated and the comment from the scientists is like, well, we need to then tell everyone that's what's going to happen because otherwise someone will launch the bomb and we'll, we're all dead. Um, yeah, the whole thing is quite terrifying and scary, but the movie was brilliant. Did yeah. you like the setup for the sequel? <laughs> <laughs> the Oppenheimer sequel? Yeah. Because what do you mean? Because in the Senate confirmation hearing... Yeah. With Strauss mm. as there, one of the people that voted on that was um, oh JFK. JFK. I, I, yeah. I don't Is it know. Up the sequel? Sequel confirmed. Did you, I saw the I saw like a JFK. like so a like Marvel so style guideline, like timeline, and it was like it was like like all these different like scientists throughout time. And it was like all the movies together, like the Oppenheimer universe, and I was like that would be fucking insane. That would but be- yeah, it was like scientists. I was like. 
it was like, yeah, uh, Heisenberg <laughs> stuff. It's like through history, it was just like oh all God. these people and like oh. with a funny like Marvel logo. Oh, that'd be that'd be interesting. Um, surely the the sequel then would be the JFK movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, right, that was my joke. But that exists. Yeah, I know. Oliver Stone did make that yeah. already, uh, which is also a three hour movie about a lot of bureaucratic hearings. It's like, probably a, it's a, a very very film. Yes, a hundred percent. You could watch Oppenheimer, then watch JFK. They're different subject matters. So you're going to go into JFK going, why am I suddenly talking about the... They're connected, <laughs> though. <laughs> well, yeah, somewhat, yeah. The, the What are they called? The fucking... Um, uh, the military arms complex or whatever mm. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, heavy shit. <laughs> yeah, I really I really liked Oppenheimer. I lo- did you... What did you think of the black and white I So thing? Yeah, when I it first it. came up, I was like, okay, so this is... This is pre-bomb is colour and then post-bomb is black and white. And then it got further. I'm like, oh, no, okay. I can see that this is Oppenheimer's view. And I didn't, didn't like, in my mind, I'm like, is this because Oppenheimer was so intelligent he could clearly see things for what they are? But when you go back to the senator, Strauss sees things in black and white. He's of the time. He can't see beyond the time. Oppenheimer can see what the, the, the true effects of everything. Mm. But mm. I did like the distinction. I did like the black yeah. and white. But it did make certain scenes stand out better and it did make certain things more impactful, I mm. think. No, and it was I great style. And it wasn't too... It, it wasn't... It didn't seem at all... What, what am I trying to think? Hoity-toity? No. Yeah. It, it wasn't like it's It wasn't cool. like Dunkirk, mm. Or, mm. which was just needlessly complicated. Yeah. Yeah. I think there were two stories going on here. Yes. But yeah. the way it was sort of edited and interwoven together. Yeah. I wasn't at any point lost in the narrative, I don't no. think. It was like... I, I think for the first 20 minutes, I, I, think the 20 I knew first yeah. little bit, what the story was. But then after was, that, I was yeah. like, I'm, I can follow. Yeah, I think that the first 20 minutes, I think it jumped around more and you were yeah. like, where... Because I feel like... like it, 20 it, people. Well, it was like, yeah, it's like we're jumping around. I'm like, I'm like but which point in the movie is the follow through? Like, it was like, it was like, we're at uni, but then we're not, then we're in the, when even, we're in the future. And then it's like, yeah. where, where are we starting from? Where's the baseline here? And then you yeah. hit it. And that's kind of when they kick off the project. And he's like, yeah. and then say, you're like, okay, I found my baseline. I know where they, everything they, is. They now. do the Avengers initiative where they recruit all these scientists to go, <laughs> go live in the town. <laughs> I, I, I think that was the point. I don't know if for you guys as well, but that was the point where I was really locked in when they were like, this is the project and it's happening. Yeah. That was like the most exciting and it stayed exciting and interesting for a massive chunk of the film. Mm, That's like, you know, 45 minutes in and then for the next hour and a half. I loved that. Oh, I thought it was... Honestly, I want to get some distance or I want to get a couple months away because I'm always impressed by Nolan movies when they come out Mm. um, and then they fade. Although I didn't like Tenet. I was up and down. I I wasn't impressed by Tenet, but I had a fun time watching it. Yeah, I had a fun time. And on rewatches, it's boring. The, the action sequences, I think that oh, whole, the whole reverse, ending uh, scene where yeah. the building collapsed, I thought that was fucking cool. But the movie itself, I'm like, eh, yeah. eh. But this, I would really like to watch it again in six months and see if I was just as impacted. Be prepared. I, I think I can... it could be the best movie he's made. Yeah, it's it's up there. Yeah, it is as up we there. were saying, you know. It's, it truly is such a marvel. And it was so, it's so huge. and But it all fits so well. And it's like this, at, at the very least, it's a triumph of the team that he's, gotten to make this movie because it's so many different actors so many different oh that could have been so bad Florence mm. Pugh Emily Blunt uh, the it was it was great to see Alden and Ennenrock yep. again like mm-hmm. it's been a while but he was fucking good Danny Jr Every, uh, everyone even Casey Affleck <laughs> Casey Affleck <laughs> was a great creep because he's a great creep yep. um, <laughs> like a uh, bloody fantastic casting mm. 
really, really solid casting. Stacked Brilliantly cast. shot. I thought every... I was so happy to sit there and just look at so many different scenes. And, and you like know that it's all it. in camera. Yeah. There's something about that too. Uh, the, that all it's all the, sort of camera trickery. And the explosion scenes were yeah. so beautiful and compelling. And um, they were all like in, apparently in miniature. Yeah. And oh, they God, did all these other work to try so and make it. Yeah, The actual bomb going off, I loved everything around that. I mm-hmm. thought it was so brilliant. All the different prep they had to do. I loved how much that did for them then talking about the bomb getting dropped on people and, and, and like the sort of awareness that they all had. And, and I think Oppenheimer says this, like we live in the theoretical world. We know what this is going to do. And like the absolute understanding they had about how, what this would do to people, like not people caught in the bomb, people caught in the after effect, the effects of radiation, the, the, the destruction to the, the the land around, like like Mm. they had such a clear concept about what this would do to people. And the, thing I knew about after the bomb and, and Oppenheimer's famous quote, you know, I've become death destroyer of worlds mm. comes from an interview. And he Who says, knew that when he was, um, you know, back in Vakuda, what? No, what? no, no. Uh, sleeping with Florence Pugh. When, it, when, when he got, when he found, when it, yes. found out. Yeah. I was like, quote. Oh, when he, when that happened, I was like, Oh, that's what he said. Hmm. Um, but you know, that, that, that was interesting. <laughs> Never, not so much. But like the thing about that quote is I think before he says that, he's like, I think the, the thing he says is after the bomb, some of us laughed, some of us rejoiced and some of us cried. Mm. Uh, and it, it's like, it stands with me. Like listening to him say that, it stands with me as like a, a very appropriate thing because, you know, that all of the scientists working on it immediately understood mm. what the world was now mm. that they'd invented the bomb. But it's also, it's this immense sense of dread. Like, mm. you see all the prep, and they're prepping it, and oh, you know that the so test is successful, and there's just sort of this dread that yeah. hangs over the whole yeah. Uh, right, yeah. uh, proceeding as you're watching it. Mm. And it's just, yeah, it's really it's really quite powerful. Yeah, mm. I will say, this is, and this isn't like a negative on the movie, it's just something I noticed, and I've been talking about with people, like, because it touched on, like, Manhattan Project and stuff, and they do do flash-forwards. I feel like it's, they never touch on, like, the effects of like working on the radiation for a lot of those people. Mm. There's like one scene where he's like talking and you see someone vomiting and it's like, that could be, but it's probably not. But it's like, they, yeah, even when they do a flash forward, it's like they never touch on the, like all of these people who probably had like horrible deaths just from working on it. I think, I think genuine, I I genuinely think the, the precautions they would have taken or probably served them a lot better than, than the average person who would just get exposure to the radiation. Like, I think the scientists themselves, they would have been taking their iodine tablets and stuff like that. But, yeah, they probably had horrible cancers and shit. Yeah. And, like, Oppenheimer, was, he was theoretical. Mm. But they also had, like, all the scientists. But he was who there. Were, he was there and there's, like that, the there's that story about the guy who literally had the pencil mm. and it was, like, between the two bits and the pencil fell out and, like, smashed and he just walked out and went, I'm going to go say goodbye to my family. Because <laughs> well, he was, like, been exposed. Oh, and he was yeah. like, yep, well, I'm, I'm just going to enjoy yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, they were just fucking... Keeping the two things apart mm. with like shit, like pencils and stuff. Oh. And then like, I think it happened a couple of times where I just accidentally like exposed. touched the flash oh. of light and it's like, oh, I'm exposed. Yeah. Yeah. I've just been doused <laughs> yeah. in so much radiation. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. That was the thing about Chernobyl that really like, cause there were so many moments in that mm. where you're just like, oh, we're just looking at the reactor core. Oh, we're <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh, that's scary. It's that moment. It's, a, it's like you have a long, it's like that realization. Of like, yeah, I'm dead. You have to, he's like, I accept, I have to immediately accept this. Like, and mm. Even the guy, if we're going to Chernobyl, the guy on the door, he's holding it open for them. And he's just uh. got like all those horrible burns. And like, he knows. He's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm yep. gone. Like, there's no <laughs> chance for me. I'm, I'm dead. 
Oh, oh it's so Shall scary. we move on to Barbie after that on that note? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just want to so I've yeah. seen Barbie twice now. Yeah. So um, you, you were rocked your socks. You loved Barbie. So yeah, I've had a longer time to form my opinion. I've listened to multiple people and I think my watch experience was very different. I watched a pre-screening initially with yep. a bunch of, I went with a bunch of girls and there was like a bunch of like rowdy men. It was a good time. That was like very, fu- like very fun experience. Yep. The experience really bled into the movie yeah, yeah. for that one. And I fucking loved it. Yep. Great movie. Great time. And then I've been listening to, I've seen it with other people who had it, who maybe weren't as razzed by it. I've listened mm. to a couple of reviews and I think I have been a bit, I'm a bit more tepid on it now, mm. but like I still enjoyed my second watch. I oh. did notice that the cinema experience is very different. It's a lot less laughs, a lot less like energy. Um, but I still, yeah, I, I would, maybe I, I would, before I was like, oh yeah, it's my favorite movie of the year. Now I'm like, oh, I really like Oppenheimer, Spider-Man and Barbie. Mm. I wouldn't probably put any of them, but I think they're all three doing three different things, yep. but I, they're my three favorite experiences. I'd watching. throw in John Wick. Uh, yeah, in there, I think I think it's on a different oh, shit, level. Was but that this year? Yeah. yeah. That was it's pretty good. It's still good. good. I, I, put, I put Oppenheimer above. Just the watch yeah, experiences are yeah. just so much better. Than mm. They're so good. But Barbie, really fun. Mm. Um, and it's so hard. Like I love Robert Downey Jr. Like If he got best supporting, sure. But Ken. You, I mean, you, yeah, Brian, yeah. Brian Gosling I, is... Even on the second watch, I'm like, he's every time he's on screen, I just I loved watching because him. it's it's a very it's a comedic role, but it's also a very, very difficult role, yeah. Because it could come off as this real sort of douchebaggy character, yeah. but he sort of threads this line where he des- never tips over, it's never threatening into this sort of yeah threatening which is what bag. what, it's what sort of, Barbie yeah. notes is like mm. oh the the undercurrent of threat and violence in in the male gaze, but but because he comes from Barbie land, there is no undercurrent of threat and violence in their male gaze. It's interesting because. Um, it's a Greta Gerwig film. So mm. the people I've talked to that weren't really hot in the film mm. either felt like it was a little bit preachy or uh, sort of d- designed to antagonise I find that super people. interesting and I I'm feel like, like it's I'd, expressive. I yeah. feel like it's not preachy. I feel like it is just trying to mm. explain a lived experience. Oh, I, I, I totally agree. I didn't mm. think it was preachy or I didn't feel attacked at all. It's also a Greta Gerwig film, so you're going to get this sort of existentialism, mm. what is my place in the world sort yeah. of vibe there and if you didn't know that going in maybe yeah, of course you uh, a little bit like oh I, I do find it very interesting the people who think it's preaching and attacking it's like that's it's very telling all. of you yeah it's very telling of, of how you clearly perceive mm. feminism in the world and how you see it as an attack on yourself and you obviously still also feel vulnerable about it that's very interesting mm. like I, I saw Ben Shapiro I was like this is the biggest pile of dog shit I'm like that's funny because I very I'm very very certain you could take you you could get a lot out of this movie. Like mm. I, I I walked away going I feel fantastic because I think it did a brilliant job of talking about you know um, the the fantasy oh, a world run by women empowers women doesn't have any of the issues that we have in the patriarchy, but it's not a perfect world. Mm. It certainly looks like a fun great experience, but there is also still a um, disenfranchised class of people. Mm, not every night is girls' night. And Ken is devalued. And, and I loved that it talked about that. I yeah. thought that was brilliant because I feel like... I think a lot of people don't understand. Like, they think that the, they were at the start, they were like, this world is... The Barbie world's perfect. Yeah. And it's, yeah, all, it's like, yeah. no, the point the is that, point is the point not, is that yeah. it's flipped yes. yeah. and, and it's actually not. Yes. Both are, neither is good. Because neither and in the Barbie... And at the end of the film, they're like, well, actually, let's try and... Confronting yeah. The, yeah. the... What do they call it? The... the um cognitive dissonance within the patriarchy is what mm. destroy and they're like yeah great that's and it seems to do the same with the barbie like they become better 
characters they become more conscious of themselves mm. after that and obviously that's the point where barbie becomes human you can see it in her makeup or her design she very clearly changes into mm. a human i i i know you like margot robbie great ryan gosling destroyed it i thought margot robbie was outstanding i mm. on my second watch i did appreciate yeah her more. it was a great performance she was so, it was so complex but she was so emotive and for someone who is, is playing a caricature... It's so like, heartfelt. Like, in, in the start, anyway, where before... Yeah. I, I loved the 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 chemistry between her and the mum as just, like, they, they kindred spirits. I loved it. I loved every time she was on screen with a, anyone, it was just, like, a really heartfelt, I thought, experience. Her talking to the inventor of Barbie, I loved that. Mm. I thought that was brilliant mm. and, and really beautiful. Um, mm. I... I thought it was a fantastic movie. I thought some of the comedy was a bit. Um, I, I feel don't know. Like I saw a lot of it in the sort of lead up in the promotional. Well, I, I feel like all the Will Ferrell stuff. I People are hard. really split on like the Will Ferrell stuff. It was a bit like too. It. it was a bit too unscripted. It's a bit too MacGuffin. That's what like is what it was. Which what it was um, weird was like. So when I watched on the second experience, a lot less laughs, mm. um, especially on the but. But he got laughs every time. Yeah, wow. that's that's what I think it was. It which he was like, tested really well. Which I was like, okay, because I thought it was But that funny. was the bit that I thought was still probably the weakest. Yeah, it's part interesting. Of the whole film. I, I agree. Yeah. I think his stuff but that's not to say I don't think it was bad. I think there was some stuff that he said that was very funny. And I really, really for some reason loved the idea of um portraying executives like that because mm. it's kind of appropriate. They're just like cartoon suits. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's that seems to fit really well. Mm. That seems to fit really well. Um, but yeah, I think I the Ken thing, was so Ken funny. was great. Oh. It was yeah. so funny. But I think the thing about this movie is you have to remember it. It's like it is kind of maybe a bit too kind to Mattel because they fucking made it. Like it is. I think there is a moment there where it's like it's hard to the politics does kind of fall away when you remember that like this is made by Mattel. This is also one kind of big advertisement, mm. oh. and it's, it's, so it's you got it's kind of like oh, there's a fine line there that's like yeah, but it's also we didn't have this discussion when the Lego Movie came out, mm. no. which was a whole big advertisement for Lego. Also, and, with and, and there Carroll. was no negative portrayal um, of Lego in the Lego Movie. This is no. true. Whereas in this, at least, I will applaud Mattel for allowing an entire scene where a young girl says, "You have been the reason women feel bad mm. about themselves for fifty years." I'm like, that is a Solid thing to allow in the Barbie movie. <laughs> Not only that, but it's also, oh, well, the founder of Barbie with that whole tax evasion issue. Like, yeah. they, they call that out yeah. there ah! in the film as well. Like, like the know. rich don't tax evade yeah, all the time. That's well. funny. That's um, good shit. Uh, is it you or is it Dom? That, do you like Emerald Fennel? Yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, did yeah. you like her little cameo? I did, yeah. yeah. Nice. I wish she's, yeah, I wish she's in more stuff. <laughs> I really like her. But, uh, she was Midge. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, Midge she, was great. Yeah. She directed... Promising, Promising Young Woman. woman. Oh. And there's another one that she's known for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it's um, called. It'll come to yeah. me. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I couldn't remember. I'm pretty sure Alex loves. Mm. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I, it's a fun, it's just fun. Mm. Like even, and like, I, I, I can, re- it's relatable, but I didn't feel attacked. No, um, not at all. Someone I went with like on the other night, like uh, when he, <laughs> the guitar thing, he was like, oh, that really hits. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, uh, that scene is so that fucking scene is good. hilarious it's so and brilliant. Good. And it's just like, oh my God, it's so perfect. It's so, yeah, no, a, a lot of it, a lot of it, some of it was like, oh, that hits too close to home, but that means it's good. That means it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, Yeah. I thought it was very well thought out and, and a very good discussion of a very topical point. Oh, yeah. I thought that, I think this is a really, really good movie to 20 years from now, 20 years from now, watch and go, this is what the zeitgeist was. This was the discussion and this is what the point of discussion were. 
Mm. I think this is a great movie for that. Mm. And both um, and both Barbie and Oppenheimer were really about you know male being human. It was it was about and human condition. Uh, and oh my god! If you if you oh oh I said that jokingly. Oh. Um, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I would just like, yeah, uh, I think we're all on the same page here, but I think there is a lot of discourse around Barbie and I think it's really hard because it is also like, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, oh we're, we're, we're men, but also like, and I've, I've heard different, but I would like to really like special features podcast has an episode on it mm. and that's kind of where I'm like, where that's leveled me out a bit. Cause mm. they both, they, they both didn't like it for different reasons mm. and, um, and like, I don't know, it's, I think it's good. Like I've actually really enjoyed, like I know a lot of people are like really antagonistic or defensive about this movie, but I've really enjoyed talking to different people about it and mm. listening to other opinions. I think there is so much that people like, there's like immediately the defensive, like some people like that are wrong, like for the wrong, but I like when people have like other, re- like mm. there are other, I'm just talking to people about this movie has actually been so interesting and it's helped me level myself out and change my opinion, which is like people need to do that more. You need to change I, your opinion I, yeah. uh, and you need to be like, cause I admit I came out really hard when I first you saw did. this movie and I think I've leveled out, but I think I'm in a good spot where I like, I still really love it, but it, it does have its flaws. I think there are so many boxes that it ticks in terms of like, this is so easily transitioned into a musical. I think the design and the color palette. Oh, and the soundtrack alone. The soundtrack is brilliant and fun and vibrant and and you've got so many fantastic actresses and so many great comedic performances i think this is like a really really solid movie on like a box ticking front but i agree like i think this movie is really deep and but if you feel attacked from this movie i think that that is i genuinely think that that is much more reflective of yourself Mm. than the movie i think that this movie the whole point seems to be to give voice and platform to something that has been felt by a lot of women for a really really long time um but it's but also it also film, acknowledges yeah a lot of men's problems it really does and it also bends over backwards to redeem ken like in, in another film that he would have been punished for trying to yes. overthrow barbie land mm, but i take but that I think more the, as the, an as part of deconstructing the idea oh i agree of, yeah. i think and it's like you, he's mascul- never like, like a, in, in a, a, a masculine typical patriarchal movie you mm. would have to defeat ken but the point of this is to say well no maybe defeat mm. is not the right word yeah the, the success is that ken finds realization and finds mm. self-actualization yeah. and he even is, when even when he's like i feel like they're doing not like even when he's like evil or bad yes. yeah it's like he you can see the emotion that like, he was hurt like yeah she was hurting him and he he felt like and this is like his only this is his the only he's like oh this is the way i can get away from that and it's and he was still hurt that entire time it's interesting yeah i, I but i don't know that i agree that she was the one actively doing any hurt i mean she wasn't I aware think, yes mm. yes it's, it's the world that the way the yes, world was set the up. structure of the world yeah. i like the phrasing of it is like i am nothing without you I really like the juxtaposition between that and, and like, uh, you know, old women's rights and, like, the idea that, you know, we just ask to be people. We just ask to exist in the same world that you exist in. Uh, and then I also like the idea that some... I think in some parts of society, a lot of men feel the only role that they can have is to be a good boyfriend. Um, and and I, I liked that. I really liked the, the discussion there and the, the points Barbie was making is, like, well, you need to be you outside of your stuff and outside of your like, you need to be you mm. and figure out what that means. And and that can be, and like Ken saying, I'm good enough. That's great. I think that's a topic of conversation that needs to come into it more. And mm. I, I was yeah. so happy to see it. Shout out to Michael Sarah as well. That was yes. <laughs> Oh my God. Him Alan, Alan was <laughs> so fucking amazing. Oh my God. And, and like the representation of Alan being like, I don't like it in Ken, <laughs> 
Kenland or whatever the fuck. I'm not happy here. Like Kendom. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Like subtext talking about how oh no. That so much that I would love to talk about, but I think is more appropriate off <laughs> I, I think this is a movie that more women should talk about openly fine and more men should talk about privately between themselves. So what you were saying, have an actual actualization about yourself mm. from this movie. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 And maybe, yeah, just listen to points of view. You don't have to accept all of them, mm-hmm. but I think there's a lot of different things people take away from this movie. And I'm genuinely curious to get out of reactions. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we finish up to anything else you've been watching? I no, really. haven't, I got one episode of the bear season two left. We're kind of savoring it. Started it. Um, it's, so good. Yeah. Really into that, it. that Christmas episode. Oh. I just need to take a break after yeah. that Christmas episode. It was like, it was also like, because you go on for like, oh yeah, 30, 40 minute episodes. And then like, got to the Christmas episode. like, our episode. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then by the end, I was like, oh, oh God, God, I need a break. <laughs> I need a break. It was like, it was almost like back to season one, like that, yeah. that energy. Yeah. yeah. And oh. I was like, oh God. But it was like an hour of it. But it was so good. And it kind of like explained a lot as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've got anything to. I rewatched the Lego Movie recently. We touched on that. That was. I was like, it's been a while. Mm. Um, I, I, Do you think it's faded a bit? I think it's still. It's just. I mean, it's the only fade is like I know what happened. Yeah. But I still think it. It achieved. It's like, it, it kicked all yeah. its goals. Mm. It's just I've seen it too many times. Yeah. It, it just, the magic is not as magic, but it's still fun. Mm. Mm. Everything is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I might rewatch number two and see. Mm. I I remember enjoying it enough. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I'll see if it up i don't know oh, fair enough mm. oh. um nothing else well it's, yeah it's been oh, a quiet week for it's, me it's as well been, i've finished watching uh julia which is a tv show on julia child sort of the first tv uh cook oh to teach housing yeah so wow. it's a f- uh, fictitious look american at her life or? yeah american oh, yeah interesting and so she went to france to learn french cooking and then sold a cookbook right. Uh, to try and teach American uh, sort of housewives, housewives how, to. how to cook French food. <laughs> and then was on TV and this sort of brash and it's all live to tape. So there's oh. no editing. So she'll drop something and she'll go, Oh, nobody needs to know. Sort of thing. <laughs> uh, like, you know was, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so it's sort oh, of like six yeah. episode thing there. Uh, so that was quite good. What do they call it? Um, trailblazer. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Interesting. She cool. was blazing them trails. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> thanks for the Iron Giant, Alex. Thank, thank you, you, Alex. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Thank See you. Bye. Next week. Are we Go. Do, uh, yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to associate with you anymore. Iron Giant phone home. I just think what you said was really fucked up, man, and you need to sit with it for a bit. Yep. Bye. Guns are people. <laughs> This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.